What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Brandon's Face, the podcast about a playlist. My name is Jonathan Beardsley, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, co-host, colleague, brother, Brandon May. Brandon, how you doing, buddy? I am honored to be called all of those things by you, John. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Um, I'm extra happy because we got a fucking Arctic Monkeys album announcement today, which I was not expecting at all <laughs> you know i immediately threw on what's the album it's uh i am yeah uh no it's um i am whatever you say i am i'm not or something oh yeah their very first one yeah sure. i threw that on this morning after you sent that over to me super early and i was like yep it's an arctic monkeys kind of morning dude i cannot wait for that that one's called the car we'll talk about that one later very excited for that uh before we get into everything this week this is your first time listening please like follow subscribe you can find us on instagram reddit our own website brandonsface.com be sure to check that and you can find the podcast on all major podcasting platforms i think with that out of the way we're ready to get into this brandon um let's go before we get into the first song though Zed has announced that he is playing a Clarity 10-year anniversary show in L.A. with a 50-piece orchestra. If you were in the area, please go to that. That is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime fucking event, man. That's insane. I've seen Zed twice, and uh, both times he just blew me the fuck away. Have you ever seen him with a 50-piece orchestra? No, I have not. That's going to be fucking wild man fat chance on getting tickets uh the dolby theater in la is 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 really 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 hitting it out of the park with that one that's a that's a really cool show man is vegas taking bets on Haley williams being there because <laughs> i would like to lay some money down just in case vegas is taking bets at all times of the day on pretty much anything i'm sure you can find some action out there you might need to go into an alley for it but I, i'm sure you can find some action in vegas I haven't gone into an alley for action in years, Brandon. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, that, that transitions clearly to our first song, which is Zed's new single with Marin Morris and Bose. I think I'm saying that right. This one's called Make You Say. This is their first single since The Middle, which was a giant hit um, in 2018. How are you feeling about this one? Um, Be honest. I mean, Zed makes poppy electro, and that's kind of what he made here. The lyrical content of this is not my alley. I don't know if cheating is like really cool now, but that's not my jam. Um, kind of <laughs> like the If I Get Caught division track. Um, nothing really out of the expected here. Nothing really out of the ordinary, but uh, it's, I mean, instrumentally, it's a great song. Zed makes great music. There's no, nobody can deny that. No, definitely not. It's catchy and bouncy, but it's cheesy and generic. It's it's commercial Zed. Like, I, I probably won't revisit it a lot. I don't think it'll have the same commercial success that The Middle did, but it's it's a fine song, and I hope that it's leading to some more new Zed music because we could always use some more. I agree. I do, I do agree. I like Zed. I do as well. I, I don't hate on him for being a mainstream successor for doing kind of cheesy music. I think he does it well for what it is. And and again, his live shows are anything but cheesy. So yeah, I, I never judge a DJ or a producer in the EDM realm on their album in terms of how I think they would be live. It's usually a completely different experience with most artists. Yeah, I saw him in 2013 and was really excited. I had to sit through Martin Garrix to get to his set. But um, 
You love Martin Garrix. I, I, I like a couple songs. Just Some Loops <laughs> Animals. is a really good one. Um, no, Just Some Loops. He's a good producer. Just uh, Animals is Just Some Loops. It's like three loops. Well, the song is called Just Some Loops. I know. <laughs> okay, okay. As long as we're on the same page. <laughs> no, his 2013 set just fucking blew me away. And then I went and saw him again. I believe it was 2016. And my man brought a drum kit on stage and just fucking jammed out about halfway through his set. There was confetti. There was just an insane light show. The crowd was just beautiful. I'll kind of never forget it, man. It was a it was a really good one. Did a single cheer, a single tear roll down your cheek at midnight? <laughs> uh, no, man. But I did really enjoy the show. So good. And it can be topped. <laughs> yes. All right, uh, let's move on, man. We got a Magdalena Bay remix of Shotgun by Soccer Mommy. This is fucking awesome. I love every choice that Magdalena Bay made with this remix. How are you feeling about it? This is a very cool remix of a very cool song. Uh, I really love this. Magdalena Bay is great, as is Soccer Mommy. And honestly, it's such a natural pairing. You and I should have called it. Like We really should have. I, I honestly didn't expect it, but... I- I really enjoy it. Yeah, they, they're kind. Of, they kind of. They, they kind of. They occupy the same, uh, like the same level of notoriety in two completely different scenes. But their music does clearly mesh so well together. It got me listening to Soccer Mommy's album again after I heard this one, and you know, it, I was really impressed with this. Yeah, both artists have released great albums in the back in the recent two years, and this is just great, man. It'd be cool to actually get a real collaboration between them after hearing this. Right? That'd be really neat. Or just for Magdalena Bader to release more remixes, because I think they have a very interesting approach to it. Yeah, they really do make it their own. They definitely do. All right. Speaking of making it their own, we got a Boys Noise remix of Real Talk by Anna Leno and Touch Sensitive. I've actually never heard the original of this, so I can't say he made it his own. Uh, but this version fucking rules. How do you feel about it? As uh, basically every, I don't think I dislike a boys' noise song. Is there a boys' noise song you dislike? Because I don't think there is one. There might be a couple. Um, I've never heard this real song, but or the original song, but I really, really liked this one. Boys' noise knocks it out of the park as always. Not my favorite remix of that he's no. ever done, but it's good. By the time you're done listening to it, it kind of feels like three different remixes. It's got a... Uh, it's compartmentalized for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very eclectic. A little different for him, but I enjoyed it. Same. Uh, moving on, we got a new one from Kadosh and Rodriguez Jr. This one's called Moran. What do you think of this one, man? You know, I have no clue who Kadosh is, but I, I did really like this track. It's not your normal Rodriguez Jr. track, though, and I think that's kind of what your tone was hinting at there. This seems a little darker than Rodriguez Jr. normally goes, but you can definitely hear his influence in this. What did you think about this one? I agree, but I actually enjoyed that. I, I felt like I've never heard Kadosh before, but I felt like I could hear his part of it. I enjoyed this song as a whole. I would really like to hear like a back-to-back circle set of theirs. That would be incredible. Yes. Oh, my God. Make that happen. <laughs> uh, Rodriguez Jr.'s uh, cir- circle set is is one of my all-time faves. I listen to it a couple of times a year for sure. Um, if uh, I mean, even the, the scenery in all circle sets is, is beautiful, but I think this one is really special. And, yeah, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes in case people listening have not heard it and enjoy Rodriguez Jr. or house music in general. It is a very special set. 
whenever we start publishing articles on our website, I want your top five circle sets. I want to know. All right. Well, then in that case, I'm going to want your top five BBC Radio One essential mixes. Okay, deal. We'll, right. we'll research those and release them when the time is ready. Let's do it. All right, man. Next up, we got a new one from Leighton Giordani called Digital Age. I think this one's good. I'm just struggling to find something unique about it, but I do like it. How do it's, you feel? It's This is business techno, sir. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Here I, re- we go. I really like this one. We just needed some techno this week. This is a banger, in my opinion. It's good. But there, like you said, there's no soul. It's 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 capitalism in techno form, which is... Yeah. Not a terrible thing, in my opinion, because it's good music. It's it would be a really good, really good twenty five minute, thirty five minutes into the into the set track. I agree. Yeah, on its own, it's kind of it's fine, but it definitely a great mid mid set song. Yes, sir. All right. Next up, we got a new one from Sand Bosa and Luna Acherary. Aguirre. I'm not sure. Uh, this one's called <laughs> Liberated. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Libertad. As I believe Libertad. Did I fuck it up? You said liberated. I don't know. I think I think it means the same thing or something around there. Um, I've liked basically every sand track that uh, they put out. Uh, this has a really fun Latin element to it. And I'm, I fucking dig it, bro. This is great. What did you think about it? I agree, man. Great song. Feels like a, uh, a Biza at 4 a.m. type of song. I like it. Yes. Yes. This is an early morning. I've been partying all night. Where's the guy with the Molly type of music? Yes, or where is a bed? I need to go to bed. <laughs> that would be me. Uh, some people do like to keep the party going, though. Uh, next up, we got a new one from Johnny Orlando and Benny called Fun of It. Man, every week we have a new Benny feature to break down. John, Johnny's parts are okay. Benny's parts are great. It's a decent track. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, she kind of broke her meh feature uh streak for me so oh this one did it for you huh? this one did it for me yeah i really liked her feature song is okay but really liked her feature i liked her feature too i just wish there was more of her on this song yeah as every single feature i mean she's the she's the jid of indie music (laughs) she really is (laughs) yeah indie she's indie pops jid i would love to hear a benny jid song that would be fucking great i bet that would be really cool Uh, we will hear a bunch of new Jid music this week, though. Can't wait for that. Are you gonna go? You gonna go try to find the Pontiac? Oh, God no! If it was in Portland, yeah, of course. Right? Like that'd be you know, cool. I would. Yeah, cool. uh, he's playing it the album from the Pontiac, I believe. <laughs> I just want like two hundred people standing around like a nineteen ninety seven Pontiac or whatever it is. It sounds Love great. It. Love it. All right, man, let's move on to some R&B briefly. We got this one from Bay Trees called Lover. I found this song a few days ago and thought it was good, so I added it. But I also added this because I thought it might be the type of R&B that you might gravitate towards. It's full of soul, has a little jazz in it. What did you think of this one? I fucking loved this. I knew you would. I <laughs> this knew is, it. This is my type of jam, bro. <laughs> this is that shit, man. I, I had a feeling you would absolutely eat this one. <laughs> it's funky as hell. Yeah, yeah, I found that. I think Complex posted that they had a new song out. Never heard of them. It said R&B. That was enough for me to click, and I enjoyed <laughs> it. And I was like, I think my man Brandon's going to enjoy this one a little more than me. It's a great one, though. Love the vocals, but the instrumentation really brings it all home. Really liked this one. Good, man. I'm glad. 
Next up, we got a new one from Twee playing tricks. This is probably my song of the week. Couldn't love it more if I tried. Uh, you know, this is exactly my type of R&B, and I'm a big fan of hers. I just showed you her debut album, which I'm a giant fan of. What did you think of this one? I really liked it. Yeah, it's very subtle, very subdued, but her voice is incredible. Yeah, her voice is great. Her voice is great on this one. She is great, and I hope this is leading to more new music. Uh, she just released an album last year, but I am not against a high-output R&B person because there's not a whole lot of those. Isn't this the same uh, album? No, it's not. I, for some reason, I like recall seeing this single cover, and I thought that maybe it was um, like the same... No, I guess not. I thought I thought it might. No, have been. it's different. I don't know if this is leading towards a deluxe of her last album, but any amount of new songs from her, I'm excited to have. I know you are. <laughs> All right, man. Let's talk about Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. He's Can got a new please? song called Stars. I know that you've probably been waiting to talk about this one all week, so please take it away. The man is going to is just going to put out top notch pop rock for his entire life. His catalog, his entire catalog from something corporate to Jack's mannequin to this project has just aged like, uh, like a, like an Italian wine, man. And uh, I just, uh, this song is fantastic melodies, great lyrical content, beautiful piano playing. What's not to love about this, this music, man. Yeah. He, he hasn't aged a day, honestly. <laughs> like, like, this is still it doesn't matter what project it is it sounds like andrew mcmahon you know right and god man it's just i i i can't get over how much i love his music man i mean every time every time i think about andrew mcmahon i'm like well i guess i'm listening to everything in transit again like you know i agree i'm honestly surprised that he's not bigger like i i would imagine fans of coldplay would really like this and they sell out arenas all across the world so yeah. it's crazy that I mean, also changing projects every like 10 years probably stops your momentum a little bit, but I still feel like he's underrated for as successful as he is. No, I agree, man. I actually just bought his book. Um, I haven't, I haven't read it yet, but, um, that's because we buy books. We do not read books. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's called three pianos, a memoir, which is probably going to go into a lot of sad stuff because his life is not awesome but um i'm excited to read it once i finally get to it i have a giant stack of books i'm looking to get into but uh music always just takes my attention away let me know if he talks about when he learned to play piano with his feet i saw him do that at warp tour once it was pretty crazy i've seen him do that the two times i've seen him he does it every time you better you better explain that and it's good well i mean (laughs) dwight Schrute kind of already did that right just 20 minutes a day man (laughs) true true <laughs> oh God. All right, man. Let's move on to this new Beth song called Knees Deep. This is this is good, man. I really like the guitar solo at the end of this track. Their new album comes out soon. I'm looking forward to this. I imagine you enjoyed this quite a bit. Did Every, you not? Everything from the riffs to the lyrics to the tonality of her voice to the structure of the song. Man, I, I cannot be more excited for this project. I the, you know that this was a, a great 10 song run for me here. So yeah, this is love in the playlist this week. Yeah, it was brief, but it it was quality over quantity, and I enjoyed this as well. I'm looking forward to that album. Yes. Next up, though, we got another new cartel song. This one's called "The End." I'm interested to know your thoughts on this one. This is all right. I think they've lost their edge a little bit, but 
the whole project may put all of the tracks into context, although I think that's kind of wishful thinking here. Uh, they've always been a little bit more pop than punk, but I feel like they've lost almost all of their punk. What do you think? I couldn't have said that better myself. I really didn't know how to say it. I, I'm liking these, but I'm not loving them. That's that's it. Like, they're okay. They're okay. I'm happy they're back. They don't sound too different. I feel like they can still write great songs, but they haven't released one of those yet. We'll see. I've, uh, I've, I have always been a fan of their album cuts, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Oh, man. What's your favorite Cartel album cut? Can you name one off the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, I I think honestly, or was no no that that honestly was, that was a, a single that, that, that was a single. Um, I'm gonna look minstrel's at it prayer. That's a really good one. I'm gonna look at it now. It's off of Chroma. That's one of my, oh settle down. Ooh, settle down. Great one, dude. That is such a Brandon pick too. Less than a million <laughs> plays. Oh my god. Yeah, that's it's a you. good one. This, good is whole, one, bro. this whole album is phenomenal. Save Us and the Minstrel's Prayer. Those were my like sad boy anthems for a while. Oh, man. Save Us is a really good one. Save Us is beautiful. Um, I imagine we're headed towards an album. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing the album cuts like you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we please talk about this new movement song? We have a new movement song, John. We do have a new movement song. It's called Cherry Thrill. I wasn't expecting it, but I'll take it, man. This this track has a slightly different vibe than anything that they've released to date, but I like it. They've recently re- finished recording their new album, and it looks like we're going straight into the rollout for it. I can't wait to hear what's next because I really liked this track, and it has me extremely curious. What, what are your thoughts on this? Maybe the sound engineers heard it and were like, I mean, there's no need to mix this, bro. Let's just send it right over to Mastering <laughs> and get this done. Um, I really like this, man. The bass line on this one is particularly really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, Everything on this song is real. I honestly can't stop listening to this. This is maybe my favorite song since like Daylily of theirs. This is a really interesting track for them. It's a little more poppy. I fucking love the cover art for it. Yeah. Um, When they posted about its release, they did say that they've been sitting on this for a little bit. So it might have been one of the first songs written for the new album, but it sounds like it was finished a while ago. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know if it'll be indicative of the entire sound of a new album, but it definitely means they're they're trying some new stuff, and I'm excited to hear what yeah. will come of that. I'm here for that. Let's go. I am as well, man. I am also here for this new Tiny Moving Parts song, Demons Are Taking Over. You showed me them, man, and I honestly can't stop listening to them. How are you feeling about this new one? The fucking the glittery guitar in between lines on the chorus, man. This is fucking great. This project's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, this this song rules. This fucking band rules. Uh, <laughs> you've shown me a lot of bands since we've started doing this. There's bands like Anxious and Cliff Diver that I end up really enjoying and keeping an eye on from there. Then there's bands like Mom Jeans and Pup that make me wonder like how these bands haven't been in my life until now. You know. Also, like, how are they not famous? Like seriously, um, this this album might do it though. Uh, these guys are shaping up to be definitely in the more mom jeans and pup category. So far, they're three of three in terms of the singles. Yes, All sir. great stuff, man. I, I really enjoy these, and the cover is great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I I almost want the vinyl, if nothing else, to just own that in large format. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great wall piece. That is a good wall piece. All right, man, let's talk about this Gone Feral song, Hunting Grounds, that you added. 
I was very surprised to see these guys only have 82 listeners on Spotify, man. Like you, I'm not an authority on metal, like by any means, but they sound like they should have a lot more fans than that. They aren't the first metal band from Italy. We've reviewed this year either. (laughs) I know. Like I might need to catch a show whenever I'm in Italy, which isn't something (laughs) I ever expected to say, Uh, but I like it. I like it. What what are your thoughts on this? Tiny little band I found on Reddit, man. They posted their music to, I think the metalcore community and. Uh, I I listened to it and I was blown away. This is their second song. They have two songs. Yeah, I noticed. Like, That's crazy. That's they crazy. sound really polished. Um, the vocals kind of remind me of old Suicide Season, Count Your Blessings, Ollie Sykes. Sure. I I, I really enjoyed this man. This is this is a good one. They sound really polished for somebody for a band that's you know pretty tiny, but whatever, man. It's fucking awesome. They do. I really encourage the metal listeners of the podcast to check out Gone Feral. They're a pretty great band. It'll be a short listen. They have two songs. <laughs> They're going to develop a spirited rivalry. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we got Ocean's 8 Alaska's new song, Nova. There is a lot going on over here, man. Some of it I enjoy, <laughs> some of it I don't. Uh, well, how, how are you feeling about this? I think this song bangs, bro. I think you already knew that. Uh, this of course, is, this is this yeah. is heavy, man. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, we'll 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 see what happens. You're right. There's a lot happening, um, but I think um, I think there's a lot of bands where I like when a lot is happening, and a lot of bands where it's like, okay, maybe you're doing a little too much, and we're probably going to get into that later in the podcast, actually. But um, yeah, I, I I I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't dislike it, so we'll see what happens. I think they're on their way to releasing a new album. Have you uh, have you ever listened to Ocean's Eight Alaska? No, not unless we've covered them on here before. We have, which not. I don't think we have. Their uh, their first two albums are really good. <clears throat> I will throw those on my listen to next if you recommend them. I sure do. For sure. Is this leading towards a new album? Do we know? I think it is. I'm not a hundred percent. For sure. We'll keep an eye on it. Yes, sir. All right, we got one EP this week. It's from Circle Waves. It's called Hell on Earth. I don't know if it's an EP or if it's just like a single with the other singles attached to it, but I think it seems to be a collection of... Okay, okay, good. Well, I like this EP. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Uh, have we ever talked about Circle Waves? I don't think so. Um, they've put out some really great music over the years, man. Uh, I found them when I was on my consume all of the indie music that I can possibly consume kick back in like 2017. Um, and I found their album different creatures and I listened to it, I think like every day for a long time. Um, this was a surprise to me when it dropped. I don't know if it was a surprise drop, but I, uh, love circle waves. I like this EP. I think it's really good. And, uh, yeah, listen to different creatures. It's a great album. All their music's good, but different creatures kind of stands out to me. That's your that's your recommendation for sure. Yeah, dude, it's it's high quality, melodic, feel good indie rock, dude. Like the songs all start to sound the same after a while, but they're all good, you know? Yeah, I dig that. I I can see I can see where you think that. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it, though. Cool. Okay, let's move on to the albums. (laughs) Oh, boy. First up, we have Panic at the Disco's new album, Viva Las Vengeance, Brandon. This is... I don't even really know where to start with this one. Um, <laughs> you want me to start? Because I can. No, no, yeah, I would love, I would love to hear your thoughts on it because maybe they'll, they'll form mine a little bit. 
this album is going to just get torn to shreds everywhere um i saw it online a little bit when it released people were like really bro um i i have a feeling you're probably gonna tear it to shreds a little bit and that's fine all the major music all the major music review sites are gonna i don't know about trash it but they'll 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 lay it down nicely and not pick it back up again and i don't think it deserves all of the hate it's gonna get but I, I didn't I didn't like it. Um, so if you take Yuri's vocals out of this album, it'll be solid as hell. Uh, albeit a little overproduced. He's trying to he's on this kind of Thin Lizzy, Elton John, Queen, other like pop rock artists of yesteryear, and he's trying to kind of emulate them by incorporating all of his rock and roll guitar rick, licks, his piano sections that seem both out of place at times and perfectly placed in others. Um, my main issue with this record is Yuri's voice, though. He tries so hard to just belt everything out with power. And while that works in like a couple of spots, it doesn't really work for the majority of the album. I think his voice is strained a little bit because he's trying to hit notes. And while he hits them, he kind of is like trying to go a pitch higher than he can really sustain for as long as he's trying to do it. The lyrical content also leaves a little bit for me to for me at least to to be desired um unfortunately this isn't the the rock opera he clearly wanted it to be um instrumentally it's good but it's way too derivative it's kind of executed pretty poorly and i think it's just kind of a mess a little bit and i think it's overproduced i wanted this to be better than it is but i just i i, I don't think it is i gave it a four What's your score oh my standout is local god i thought that that was a good song even with the sometimes cringy lyrics that is a generous score of you but i'm glad you actually had something substantial to say because i do not this is (laughs) this is a zero for me man and it's not just because it doesn't sound like the panic that i'm a fan of it's because it's a terrible album there isn't one song or even one moment that i want to go back to on this album i'm honestly not sure who this is for but i really hope that they enjoy it i don't i honestly don't have to stand out i did not enjoy this at all this Um, is not for me this is i mean here's here's what i did i listened to this album and i was like what the fuck is he going for man and then i put on care i put on elton john's caribou and i was like this is what he's going for this isn't it's not working but this is clearly what he's going for um and that just kind of a uh freddie mercury tattoo on his wrist today so oh he's it, literally wearing his influences on his sleeve <laughs> my man i i knew nothing about that so good good for him uh but kind of makes my review kind of spot on the money yeah and that one of his biggest songs is a cover of bohemian rhapsody like he's very very clearly influenced by queen the same way he was by the beatles on pretty odd and it's it's a whole lot of influence and not a whole lot of panic at the disco that I'm hearing. At what it's, point does influence turn into em, turn into derivative emulation? At the Greta Fan Fleet point, which was <laughs> <is> hit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, this this hits that. Honestly, this is this is to Queen what Greta Van Fleet is to Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah. I could take that. Sure. Yeah. Um Again, I, I don't want to bash any fans of his. I know he's a great performer, great voice. This is just not for me. Every album seems to get worse and worse in terms of my taste in his music, their music. I'm not sure how much the band contributes at this point. But yeah, uh, is what it is. You ready to move on from that, though? He's currently 134th in the world. 
which good means for that him. he doesn't give a fuck about what we think. Yeah, let's move of on. Of course not. Nor should he. No, he's playing nope. piano upside down in Nobody Brazil should. somewhere. Nobody good should. For him. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, man. Talk to me about this new I Prevail album. True fucking power, man. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> I think I mostly got what I expected from this record. Uh, a poppy at times and a heavy at times album. Like even on the songs that kind of like initially start out as poppy. And I think it's just going to be this dude sing, you know, sing alongs, but turns heavy and kind of vice versa. Some songs start off really heavy and some songs end pretty poppy. But the rapping really threw me off, man. <laughs> what is this new metalcore? Like that, that's kind of is what it is. <laughs> uh, made me double take what era this. Like, was this released in '97? Um, there's, <laughs> there's a couple of misses. Uh, there's some bangers. Yeah, but overall, I, I enjoyed my few listens, man. It's a bit overproduced for me. As you know, I like my heavy music a bit more raw, but this was, it was enjoyable. It's, I don't think it's bad, but I, I don't think I'm going to be coming back to it. I gave it a five. Um, my standout was Body Bag, which was one of the singles, which is clearly the best song on the album. Uh, Yeah, man, you, you said it perfectly. It I was actually surprised at how much I liked the poppy aspects of this album. I think yeah. that the way they go back and forth is impressive. And there's a lot of creativity on this album. I wouldn't say they're inventive in any, in any way, but they're not formulaic either. There really aren't like bad songs on here. There's definitely some I, some I don't like as many as others and some with parts that I don't enjoy altogether, but I think it's a good album. The sequencing I think could be better though. The album lacks flow and yeah. I don't see it becoming a seminal release in the genre or having any staying power in my personal rotation, but I think it's good for what it is. I gave it a six body bag is the best song, but I think of the album cuts there's fear and letting go is probably my favorite. That's a good one. Yeah, and those are on the front of the album. So yeah. if you want to check this out, I think the best of what it has to offer is right up front. Yes, sir. I would totally agree. Okay, man. Let's move on to this fucking disaster. So Royksop released Profound Mysteries 2, and I do not know what's going on here. Can you please tell me what is going on here? I'm, I'm sorry. Do you not like this album? I don't at all. And I know what? that it's going to be divisive, but I can't. No. I oh, we're going to fight, man. I, yeah, no. <laughs> I I honestly thought that this record was going to be throwaways from the first one. But I it think it is. I, no, dude, I think this album is filled to the top with great production. The yeah. jazzy, let's get it right. The fucking the drums, the bass line, the synths, the the guitar solo on Oh Lover, the the gorgeous vocals and vocalists they use, the the ethereal and haunting Sorry, the the banger of a track Control, which in my opinion doesn't belong on this one. This that that it doesn't fit on the whole sound. I think this entire project is fucking beautiful. It's one of it's one of Rogsop's best in my opinion. It just it fucking I gave it a nine. This is a gorgeous, this is gorgeous music, bro. Let's get it right. Is my standout. Hey, I respect that. I respect you liking it. I just do not at all. Like I, I disagree entirely. I think they followed up one of their best with one of their worst. I there's moments wow. on here I don't hate, but I, there's hardly any that I really like. I think Unity is probably my standout, which shows you how much I like the album because I don't even really like that song that much. I just, wow. it's not that the songs are bad. They don't go together to me and they don't make a project to me. It doesn't have anything that Profound Mysteries had. Like it feels completely different 
And as the songs go from one to another, I don't feel any cohesion. So I got it in like the four or five range. There's wow. some stuff, like I said, I like, but not not near my favorite project of theirs. That's wild, man. Our tastes don't normally differ that much, but I'm, I'm kind of glad we disagree on something. Yeah, man. I mean, that's healthy. That's healthy for our relationship, Brandon. <laughs> We've been in the honeymoon oh, phase too long. <laughs> oh, man. Please go back and listen to Let's Get It. Oh, I will. You know I will. You know I will, man. At I, least, at least that one song. They've released my favorite electronic album of the year. I'll definitely give this one another try, but I've given it three, and it's not its not doing it for me so far. Hey, man, if it's not doing it for you, I get it. It's, that's totally allowed. Yep. But like I said, they are works up. Of course, I'll give them another shot. And it is what it is, man. I, I think that it's Profound Mysteries too. Like the stakes aren't that high right now. It's their second <laughs> album this year. But it didn't blow me away like the first one did. That's for sure. Okay. All right, man. Let's talk about this new Silver Sun Pickups album, Physical Thrills. Not a ton to say about this one other than it's really good. Like they nailed it with the singles. Scared Together was indicative of the other punchy riff heavy tracks we got on the album, like yep. Hidden Moon and Alone on a Hill was very indicative of the more atmospheric indie we get on a lot of the early songs on this album. The thing I like about Silver Sun Pickups is the thing I don't like about them. They're so consistent <laughs> that all of their songs are pretty good, but so consistent that they all definitely start to sound the same by the end of this experience but overall i enjoyed this album i'll definitely be revisiting it i gave it a seven out of ten i actually didn't put a standout down i guess but i i don't know man i really enjoyed this whole one i think hmm, system error was a really good one hereafter was a good one i i enjoyed this one and i'm not too versed in silver sun pickups discography so i don't really know what that means for the rest of their discography maybe you can enlighten me on that but how did you feel about this i think it's a little different than the rest of their discography both swoon and carnivos um and uh what is it i think it's the other side of something or other um it's the one i have hold on um neck of the woods uh all three of those albums are fucking amazing um i really like this one also uh it's a little bit different in so far that it progresses a little differently each song i i think has four silver sun pickups because like you said they are very consistent and um both of their voices can tend to be a little grating i guess a little bit um sure. after you've listened yeah. to four to eight to 13 songs in a row um but each song kind of has its own identity on this one that i really enjoy um I, I didn't dislike any single song, uh, which is which is great. Um, they have this really cool kind of atmosphere to them, and they make this kind of. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know how to describe it, man. But it's it's real good. I really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I I think I picked. I, dude, honestly, Empty Nest is a good one. Dream at Tempo three ten is a good one. Um, even though though even though that's an interlude, there's a couple of the dream ones that are interludes. System yeah. error is really good. Sticks and stones is really good. I kept coming back to this one this week. I really enjoyed it. I give it an eight. Yeah, it's a very solid album. I think they did a great job with it. I super agree. Okay, man. Are you mad that I made you listen to a Hudson Mohawk album? I'm not mad at all, bro, but okay. what what it did is it made me put my thoughts onto paper and I'm excited to share them with you. Okay, uh, you're going to get straight into that. I just want to say this album is called Cry Sugar. It's by Hudson Mohawk. We were going to break it down last week, kind of forgot, threw it on this week. 
please tell me your thoughts on it. <laughs> Number one, this album cover is just cursed. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> All right, man. So it actually took a few listens to this for me to formulate my thoughts. It's it's a bit overzealous for me, um, even though there's a couple of moments where it slows down enough for me to like catch my breath and figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's just not for me. That's my conclusion. Uh, it's it's I like almost all of the elements that he plays with. He plays with a lot of glitch. He plays with like experimental drum patterns, the switching of the kicks and toms that he uses. He's clearly messing with a couple of different drum machines or VSTs. Um, the arpeggiated kind of synth uh, porn sounds he uses a lot of. Um, I just it just feels like a lot like that mega mix for the album he put out. Kind of just all matched together in a way that doesn't really make sense for me. Um, <laughs> what's funny is that I, I I think you and I are probably going to differ on this one because of how exper- because of how much experimentation he does, and I think you like that. Kind of like the flume, kind of like the flume shit, where it's like, how do you not like this, bro? It's everything that you like, and it's just not everything that I like in the correct order. Um, just doesn't resonate with me. Uh, if it, it if I had to put this into one phrase, my review of this album. It feels like happy hardcore with extra steps. I gave it a five. Um, I don't know. Dance forever. That's a good one. Dance forever is a really good one. And I feel like the moments where you said it slows down and you're able to enjoy it for what it is. We're going to have the same exact moments. Let me, let me throw a few names at you. Behold. Yep. Dance forever. Yeah. The app. Three sheets to the wind. Yeah. The, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, I feel like you could have boiled this down. This just needed some A&R. There's some other good songs, but this is too long. It's too messy. And it's too unruly to enjoy the best parts of it as a listening experience from front to back. There's definitely some shooting star moments on this album, like the songs we just talked about. But for the most part, my experience with this album was more challenging than enjoyable and as challenging as it was, I walked away from it impressed, but I think that even though this album has genuinely inventive moments on it, like my mind is still trying to comprehend what the fuck is going on in Rain Shadow. Uh, <laughs> I Like, I didn't love the album. I can't deny it's genius, but surprisingly, this one isn't for me either. I thought I would love this so much because I'm a pretty big Flume fan, but I had a much harder time connecting with this one. I enjoyed this much more than like Flume's mixtape from a few years ago. I think I enjoy most things more than I enjoyed Flume's mixtape (laughs) from a few years ago. That's an example of what not to show Brandon. Uh, (laughs) I actually gave this one a five as well. Three sheets to the wind. I stand out. I love that song. Nice. Throw that back to back with Rock the Bells by Boys Noise. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. The DJ in me hasn't left, I guess. I guess not, man. I guess not. Kill it dead set coming to you soon. Kidding. Um all right, man. You threw on this last um this is Spite's dedication to flesh. I know you've been excited to talk about it. Please tell me why you wanted to throw this one on so bad. So um it was getting a lot of buzz and what I do with buzz is I throw it on my listen to next and if I have time I'll kind of preview it and uh, I ended up having time on uh, Friday morning uh, which is I think when I texted you like Friday afternoon like bro I, I have to do this um, you did because it came out on Thursday I saw all the buzz on Thursday and then I just kept seeing a lot of people like people talking about it and I I 
I, I, I couldn't let, I, I had to let my curiosity get the best of me. So I did. Uh, I previewed it. I previewed it. And um, we've talked about a couple of Deathcore uh, tracks uh, over the past few months. Um, yeah. mainly, you know, like Lorna Shore stuff. And we've talked about that there, in my opinion, is about to be a renaissance in the genre. Uh, I think that this uh, is not a, this is, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure where I put this album in that, but I do know that it's fucking great. And it kind of lived up to my, to the hype level that everybody was kind of hyping it up. I've listened to this album, I think like 10 times since it released. Holy um, shit. <laughs> it's like a daily, it's like a twice daily thing for me. Um, it's uh, the only song I really don't like is Lord of the Upside Down, that intro, which is, I, I you know, I threw that on and I just kind of skipped right through it when I was previewing it. Uh, it's grown on me a little bit, but it's, it's not, I think it's, I think it's a throwaway. I think they should have either, I don't know. They should have just thrown that one out. But here's what I like about it. They brought some bounce to Deathcore and really reminded me of a lot of the early Winds of Plague, Suicide Silence, uh type of type of Deathcore where it's where it's bouncy and there's there 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 there's there's actual elements of death metal and not they're not trying to be something that they're not. There's fucking breakdown call outs. There's move, you know, like, uh, yep. uh, I think, uh, I think the vocalists highs and the vocalists lows are both very good. I'm not quite sold on his mids, but, um, there's, I mean, dude, the tremelo picking on this album is fucking great. The breakdowns on this album are fucking great. The riffs are both both reminiscent and fresh. Um, it's produced really well. It flows really well, and it's got this just. I, how do you describe the bounce? Because I'm sure you felt it, right? When you listen to this whole thing, I'm sure you felt that it's it's death metal, deathcore with a bounce. And I don't know I, how to describe it. No. But you felt it, right? Yes, for right. sure. So yeah. it's in the um, rhythm, yeah. Yeah, man, I I really liked this album. Um, it is my favorite deathcore release of the year so far. Um, there's another album I I I've been ne- just kind of neglecting to throw on on the playlist that that, that I've really liked uh, in the deathcore world. But it's there's always something more special that we have on the on the playlist, and I, I don't want to muck it up with shit. But um, I, I really like this one, man. I gave it an eight. Um, I think my standout is it's either proper one or made to please. Interesting. We had completely different standouts. Uh, heads up. I did not give this one a score. I only listened to the okay. full thing twice, but I knew you wanted to have a conversation about it more than anything. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. You know that this exact style of metal isn't exactly my preference, but I really wanted to know what you liked about it. And I liked most of the exact same things you did like the riffs are great the breakdowns are great like you said the both vocalists is it one vocalist that does the high and the low or two vocalists i, I think it i think it's one i could be wrong i don't know much yeah, about well, the band this is my first introduction to speak gotcha yeah i really enjoyed the vocals too man i like this probably isn't one i'll come back to but that's more just my taste in music i think it's really good for what it is I would probably say my standouts would either be the title track dedication to flesh or hangman. I thought hangman was a really good track. Hangman's a really good one, but that's awesome, man. I'm glad you found a new deathcore band that you like. What's the other one you're, you're stewing over. Uh, there is a band called angel maker, um, uh, that released an album. Yeah. I had never heard of them either. And it's, uh, it's sort of a concept album. We can get into it next week. Do we have any major releases? 
we do, but throw it on next week. Yeah, I will. That's fine. Uh, we we don't we have Jed Muse tiny moving parts, but and then the Duckworth EP. Uh, since it's the end of the episode, yeah, let's talk about next week. So I just kind of said what we'll be covering. Mainly, we have Duckworth's new Chrome Bull EP, Jid's The Forever Story, one of my most anticipated albums of the year for sure. Muse, Will of the People, Tiny Moving Parts, self-titled album. There's also uh, going to be a release from Black Bear and DJ Khaled, which we will probably not be covering those albums. Maybe we'll skim them, and if there's something that catches our eye, we'll throw on a song or two. But yeah, man, it looks like we'll have some time to break down some more metal next week if you'd like. Yeah, man, I uh, I think I'm gonna do it. Hey, I have a I have a question for you. I know you're I know the 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 show's ending, but I have one. I have What's I I, I want to just kind of open a conversation up with you real quick. I yeah. I stumbled upon a uh, a conversation on the internet about uh, Tory Lanes saying uh, that it's been a mid year for hip hop, and I wanted to know because you're more of an authority on hip hop and rap than I am. Uh, what do you think that that's true? Cause I do not. Yeah. No, the guy that shot Megan the stallion in the foot is not an authority <laughs> on hip hop. Okay. Who's also an R and B singer, but uh, yeah, no, I don't agree with that at all. We've gotten releases from Kendrick push Denzel Vince, Joey, badass Conway of the machine, Benny, the butcher Corday, Dave East. Um, I mean, like, that, that's a pretty stupid statement. I think it's arguably much stronger than 2021 and for sure stronger than 2020. Um, yeah, that's totally a stupid agree. statement that I couldn't disagree with. Anymore. <laughs> okay, as long as you and I are on the same page. To, to be honest, yeah, uh, that that's a bizarre one. Um, I'll send you the article. Yeah, please do, because I, I love to read some ignorant shit today. It was actually <laughs> uh, it was actually about Jid. So that's kind of why it just came up into my head. Man, that fucking album is going to be crazy. Did you see the the feature list? I sure did. There's even, I don't know if you got my text, but there is a production credit for Bad, Bad, Not Good. I saw that. Very excited to hear what that's going to sound like. Oh, uh, you know it's going to be up my alley. There's no like crazy big features, which I kind of like. I like that there's not going to be a song. Everyone's just going to be like, oh, featuring Drake. Click that one and kind of <laughs> move on from the album. This is four years in the making and i think it's going to be a fucking masterpiece man i can't wait for that we'll see man i'm excited to cover it we will and you all can hear our thoughts on that album next wednesday night so we hope you join us then talk to you later peace, peace.